Welcome to Lady in the Couch, a podcast about mental health and well-being, relationships, and topics specifically related to women. I am your host, Autumn Collier, a licensed psychotherapist in Atlanta, Georgia. Let's have a seat on the couch. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining me on the couch today. So today, I am presenting to you a challenge. So this challenge is titled, Do It or Don't. So I'm challenging everyone to do that one thing that has been on their list forever or don't. We all have that thing we want to do. Maybe we want to work on something or we've told ourselves we need to do something or even we should be doing something. And, you know, don't get me started on the word should. You can check out episode nine for more on that. Some people have a running list of things they need to do. And no, I'm not talking about like the grocery shopping or paying a bill, those type of tasks. Not those things. I mean the list of things like people may put on their list things like, I'm going to read this self-help book, or I'm just going to read more in general, or I'm going to exercise three to four times a week. I'm going to take that pottery class, or, or I'm going to go back to school, or I'm going to apply for new jobs because you know it's time for me to leave this job. I'm going to look for new jobs, things like that. So when it comes to those things, either do it or don't. And that is the challenge. Those tasks or those things on your list that could be life-changing, bring about new opportunity, bring something new to your life that are pretty significant, those things, either do it or don't. I'm challenging you to make it happen or maybe let it go. Another way to say it, a former supervisor of mine, he used to say, crap or get off the pot. Although, you know, he didn't say crap, but crap or get off the pot, do it or don't. So here's the thing about the challenge though, because it can definitely be a win-win. So whether you actually complete the task or not, whether you actually do it or begin to work towards it or not, it's a win-win. If you go after it and complete it and do it, great. You've done something you want it to do. If you have made the choice to not complete it or not go after it, great. You can now put it to rest without the cloud of guilt hanging over your head. So the cloud of guilt, this cloud of guilt I just referenced, has likely been driving you to do this thing that's on your list, even when it no longer made sense for you to do it. Or maybe you realize you didn't even want to do it anymore. But that cloud of guilt has married you to that task, to that goal, to that thing. Maybe you told yourself when you were 15 years old that you would become a veterinarian. And here you are at 23, wanting to work in the arts. However, because you made this goal as a child, you are holding on to it and yet wonder why you're not applying to vet schools and can never seem to find the energy to do it. Same for the stay-at-home mom who maybe left her corporate job to be an at-home mom. And now she doesn't want her MBA to go to waste, so she's determined to put it to use and get that corporate job again. Only thing is, she really enjoys being an at-home mom and being there with her kid or children. So again, with this individual, with this woman, she just can't seem to find the time to apply to jobs to get back in the corporate world. So for both individuals, there's now this cloud of, you need to go to vet school. Remember, that was your dream. You said you were going to do it since you were a child. Everyone's encouraged you to do it. That's what you need to go do. There's that, that cloud there that promotes guilt. 
And for that mother, there's that you are so driven and so smart and you should go back into corporate America because you're so good at it and you can really climb to the top and do it all and you sacrifice to get your MBA. You really need to go back into corporate America. So while these women have maybe realized that they are passionate about other things, that cloud of guilt is keeping them tied to maybe a dream that once was or tied to something that they feel they should be doing because they are good at it. And so they keep telling themselves, we're going to keep going after it. We're going to keep going after it. Where I would encourage these women to pause and ask themselves, what is my why today? So the first woman's why, the 23-year-old who wanted to be a vet, her why would be, well, because I liked it when I was a child and told myself I would do it. Okay. So then you're telling me that today, a 15-year-old is in the driver's seat of your life. You're allowing the 15-year-old you to drive your life. Hmm. Okay. Or maybe the corporate woman, if we ask, well, what is your why today? Well, because I'm good at it. I'm driven. I can really excel and just go to the top. Okay. All right. Sure. Well, that may be true as well. It sounds like your ego is driving the bus of your life now. All right. And I don't know if I want either dictating and in the driver's seat of my life. I don't want a 15-year-old doing it, nor would I want ego driving it. So these women are continuously mentally going after a dream or telling themselves what they need to be doing, but there's not a lot of action towards these goals. And we can see why that is and why they're not moving towards it. You know, it doesn't sound like deep down they want to do these things. So if these women were to put these things to rest, put the idea of being a veterinarian and put the idea of going back into corporate America, put it to rest and decide, look, I'm not going to do it. That would be success for them. So with these two women who are clearly not interested in being a veterinarian or going back into corporate America, just based on their actions and their true desires, I would tell them you have two choices. You can either not do it, not become a veterinarian or not go back into corporate America and accept it and be able to move forward with your life and go do the thing that truly gives you joy and aligns with who you are today, right? You cannot do it and accept it and have peace around that. Or you cannot do it, but yet have a running dialogue in your mind that you need to be doing it. You need to be doing it and a cloud of guilt and try to shame yourself and just walk about feeling really bad about yourself. Those are your two choices. The interesting thing is with both choices, you're still not doing it. So you can either have acceptance and peace or not. So ideally, we would love for these women to be able to move forward and do what they enjoy. And most importantly, do what is authentic to them, authentic and real to them and remove the cloud of guilt because they are going to be doing what they intend to do for their lives. They're being intentional and will be doing what they feel they are meant to do with their lives. Not what ego said they should be doing or what that 15-year-old child said they wanted to do. So if you see that You can't just seem to do that thing, that thing that's on the list, that meaningful thing on your list or that you thought was meaningful. Ask yourself, what is your why for doing it? If the why is generic, superficial, or low stakes, it probably won't get done. That's just how we operate as people. So once you get your why, go a step further and ask, who am I doing 
or wanting to do it for? Is this something for me? Am I doing this just because other people are doing it and it looks cool? Is it something that looks easy for me to do? So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Who are you truly doing this for? Because I'll also add here, if, if you're not doing it for you or it won't be a benefit to you or indirectly benefit you, meaning it might benefit your spouse, which indirectly benefits you or benefit your child, which indirectly benefits you. So if it's not benefiting you or indirectly benefiting you in a significant way, you're probably not going to do it. And again, we're not talking about necessary things like going to work. Someone saying, well, going to work doesn't feel like powerful enough or, or the stakes are high enough. We're not talking about necessary things like that. And you know, here we really want to look at the concept of being aligned. So when we talk about alignment, we're talking about wanting our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, and our behaviors to all be on one accord, having that alignment. So for the 23-year-old, here's what alignment or unalignment might look like for her. Um, Her thought is, I no longer want to pursue veterinary. Her thought is, I want to be in the art industry and I no longer want to pursue veterinary. Her feeling is, I love the arts. I have passion for the arts. However, her behavior is, I'm pursuing veterinary, meaning I just ordered a book to study for the entrance exam. Or when I'm watching TV, I'm grazing on the computer, looking up vet schools. Like her actions, though they are very passive and not fruitful, they are still behaviors that are geared towards someone who wants to become a vet. Although her thoughts and her feelings have clearly told her, this is not what you want to do. So there is unalignment there. Same thing for that at-home mom. Her thought might be, I'm really good in corporate America. That's where I should be in corporate America because I'm just really good at it. Her feeling is, I adore, I'm filled with, with gratitude and joy being home with the kids. And her behavior is, I'm home with the kids. Which So her, her feelings and her behaviors are aligning. However, her thoughts are unaligned with the feelings and behaviors. So for both, this does not feel good. And they're likely not getting progress anywhere because they're fighting one side or the other. So there's probably a lot of stagnation happening, which can make us question a lot of things or make us feel like, oh, we need to go do something big or go do something because I feel stagnant or I don't know why I just feel stuck. Something's unaligned there. So we want, so for alignment, we want our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors to all be on the same page. So for that 23-year-old, for her to be aligned, the thought is, I want to work in the art industry. Feeling is, I, I, I love the art. I feel joy there and I'm passionate about it. And the behavior is, I'm working in art, in the art industry. That is alignment. Same thing for that stay-at-home mom. So I encourage everyone to take some inventory of themselves, take some inventory around your behaviors and identify that one thing. We don't have to go down the whole list of everything you want to do or you feel that would be meaningful. Just take that one thing and we'll start there. And with that one thing, let's go ahead and make the decision to either do it or fully accept that we are not going to do it because we truly don't want to or because it does not create alignment within us at this stage in our lives. And we can hopefully put that cloud of guilt to rest. So we're either going to do it or we're not. So again, challenges, 
identify that one thing and do it or don't. And I know that sounds really simple, but it is a process. You know, again, asking those why questions or who will benefit for it? Why would I be doing it or who's it for? Asking yourselves and being reflective with yourself regarding those questions. And then come up with a determination and accept whichever way you decide to go without judgment. All right. So I'd love to hear about that one thing that you will do or not do. Feel free to let us know on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Lady in the Couch. I love to hear about your experience with the challenge and how it's going for you. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lady in the Couch. Feel free to share this episode with your friends on all of your social media platforms. If you are in the Atlanta area and seeking therapy, visit ladyinthecouch.com to learn more. The content in this episode is not intended to diagnose or treat. It is for informational purposes only.